The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This episode of the Sunranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Who are the Super Ranters, you ask? Well, the Super Ranters have their own Sunranto RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered right to their inbox or podcatcher. Super Ranters get bonus content, like the recording of tonight's post-show conversation. They get exclusive access to the Super Ranters Facebook page and private Discord channel, which we plan on using a ton this season. Our Patreon patrons, they're eligible for all of our Sunranto contests, like the Super Rancher of the Month and Sunranto Scavenger Hunts. At the $5 level, Super Ranchers get to hear all my Cubs parody songs and download them before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranchers are recognized by name at the end of our live shows and will have access to our Cubs Daily Show starting this coming season. Details on that to come. $12 gets you the Rancher calendar, and you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. Super Ranchers, they even get access to our show notes and the pics and videos we use to produce the live show. Comes in real handy during the season if you want to know about the pitching matchups and the stuff we looked up. Plus, and this is important, 10% of all of the Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. Because it is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community. And that's how we do it. It's how you do it when you subscribe. Here's the thing. It costs money and lots of time to produce a great Cubs fan show. And frankly, a penny a download from podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies is not enough to keep the Sunranto show on the air. We've got hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment that we have to buy, tickets, beer, batteries, guitar strings. It all adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com forward slash Sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and help us produce the Sunranto show. Final plea. If you'd buy each one of us a $12 beer at Wrigley Field for just performing the Sunranto show for you, then join us at the $3 level. It's that simple. Three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Don't make me say it again. If you subscribe today, you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron or a Super Rancher again. So stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as $1 a month at Patreon.com forward slash Sunranto. Please join today. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins Sitting in the bleachers in the rain We've shed a million tears and drank as many old self years out at the game Let's go Covey Sunranto With Michael Sunranto And Crawley Sunranto and the love of a loser Sunranto With Michael Sunranto And Crawley Sunranto and the love of a loser 
Sean Rancho! At first you sounded kind of like a one of those uh, like uh, demolition derby or, or monster truck guys. And then actually you sounded like the motor of an actual truck there, Michael. Yeah, see, impressive. I was actually, I was actually trying to go for like that guttural death metal, Sean Rancho, but it didn't work. Yeah, well, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Danny Rocket. <laughs> that, that was the uh, lovely strains of Mr. Michael Cotton, long, long time co-host of the show, and uh, long time old, listener, first time talker, and good old Crawley's Cubs coming to you live. From the Crawley's Clubhouse, and um, you know that's kind of a tongue twister. I was thinking, I tried to say it the other day, and I totally bl- blotched it. I was like, <laughs> Crawley's Clubhouse, Crawley's Clubhouse, because R and L are tough back to back. You know, they live in different parts of your mouth. So I don't know, maybe maybe that's something to uh, I don't know. Promote. I can't rebrand. <laughs> I can't rebrand at this point, champ. I'm all in. Yeah. I really like how Danny's suggesting rebranding. Crawley's been doing this yeah. for like fucking 10 yeah. years. I'm like, you know what? I think you should rename the whole thing. You know, your entire pandemic project, it, it really needs a new name. So, uh, How about Crawley's Fun Fort? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that's hard about the tongue twisters, you know, people will be drinking the Club 400 beer down there. Where are you? I'm at Crawley's Clubhouse. Ah, like, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Welcome, welcome everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the show live. This is, of course, brought to you by our 107 Patreon supporters. And uh, please join us after this uh, uh, broadcast because we're going to be going live on the ColorCast app, which is a brand new thing, but they're paying us to do it, so we're going on there. And uh, it's it's Color, C-O-L-O-R-C-A dot S-T. That's their website. You can find it in the only the iPhone app store because uh, I don't know. They don't have the Android, but it's coming. And it's kind of like what we were doing at green room, except for it's different. So just show up and you'll see how it is. And we got to work it a little bit different, but you'll see. Um, also on tonight's show, uh, I only have eight of these left. Oh, where is it? The chance postcards chance for a chance. You oh, I got that one upside down chance for a chance. And now I got it upside down again. Um, we uh, we're going to be giving away one of these. Sent to you by me with a nice little message inscribed. I I always uh, say I love people. It's kind of a nice thing. I like sending postcards. I realize I used to send a lot of postcards. So what you got to, and I don't do it anymore, but now I'm back doing it because of the people writing into the chat, hashtag chance. And if you write hashtag chance into the chat, you have a chance to win a postcard to you by me. And, uh, well, let's get into it. This was an exciting week. Uh, we met Marcus Stroman uh, just the other day. What day was that? That was like last Thursday, last Wednesday, something like that. It was Wednesday? Yeah, last Wednesday, uh, we uh, we had a uh, talk with Marcus Stroman and the Lost Boys that was put together by uh, Rob Freeman, the the pitching ninja. And uh, anyway, it's it was really cool. I mean, Carly, I mean, how did you? feel about that you were more into it than i was i was walking around in the snow i was shoveling the sidewalk while it was all happening outside you're on the bus i'm on the (laughs) no i was actually on the metro train like that i never take uh paying my fare like it was a disaster well what ended up happening is that um there's gonna be marcus stroman is a really cool guy and he's gonna we're gonna it's not gonna be the last time that we see or hear from him 
Um, he really wants to get involved in the community. Um, he is uh, hooked up with the Lost Boys now. So what that was, was um, Marcus wanted to talk to the Lost Boys. He wants to be involved with them and the good things that Levante is doing. And so what ends up happening is that uh, Rob puts it together that we're going to do um, a live stream, but the code was only for the Lost Boys. And then kind of last minute, we said, well, what, I said, what about the, you know, the Patreons, the people that help pay to put this on? Like, what could we do to possibly give them a benefit? But we had to kind of keep it a little bit of hush-hush because they didn't want, like, Zoom links going out everywhere. So trying to keep it, you know, mainly for the kids. And some ranters I know were there. Um, so that was kind of cool. It was uh, to, to hear Marcus speak, and I think that he's going to be really popular among Cub fans uh, all year, but he's a great guy. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun talking to him and getting to ask questions because when, it, you know, we, it was for the kids, but you know how kids are at first, they're real quiet. They don't want to say anything. Then all of a sudden, so Rob and I are kind of hitting questions. And then they don't want to stop telling stories. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> once they started going, they didn't need us anymore. The kids took over. So how many home uh, runs do you want to hit this year? And he's like, all right. of them. <laughs> you know? yeah, he was I mean, great with the kids though. He was really great with the kids, and not only that, he was super down to earth, and he gave everybody just a little bit over an hour of his time. I and uh, and he was such an interesting dude. I asked him about why he wears number zero, and uh, you know, I, I had no idea what he was going to answer, but what he answered was like something very philosophical about how the zero has no beginning and an end because it's round, and you know, you can see inside a zero, it's a it's an empty hole that can be filled, and like. Yeah, just a really interesting, amazing answer for for wearing that number. That's so, so weird. That was my that was my wedding vows when I was giving my wife the <laughs> ring. Uh, <laughs> I was you know, all he, about the empty hole that she was filling in. Yeah, okay, whatever. He uh, he is said. a graduate from Duke, <laughs> so uh, he is a smart guy. He's just, it's not just baseball. He's into entrepreneurship. Uh, he has HDMH, which is his clothing company. Um, and his foundation, uh, height well, for a second there. I thought it was just something that they don't test for anymore. No, height doesn't, uh, height doesn't measure, uh, measure heart is what it stands for. And so this was really cool. The lost boys kind of said, we enjoyed yesterday's calls with Stro, Pigeon Ninja and Crawley's Cubs. And, and so you could kind of see there was, uh, uh, Rob and I right there asking questions, Levante looking as sharp as always, uh, wearing more cubby blue. I tend to notice lately. Uh, Rob right here from Pitching Ninja. Obviously, you've seen his gear everywhere and his, his GIFs and GIFs and all that fun stuff, his videos. The coolest thing I always thought about the whole thing before the kids started asking, one of the kids asked, what pitches do you throw? And Marcus kind of got a baseball and kind of started showing them uh, different grips. And that's he's not flicking me off there. Don't worry. But <laughs> that's kinda, like the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can kind of see here he's kind of messing around, kind of showing the kids what he throws, how many seams he kind of holds the ball across. Um, and, and he's he's a really interesting guy. Uh, you know, we talked about, like, who his favorite player is. And you know who he loved was uh, Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor. Oh, as and, we all did. Exactly. And he said he was shocked that a Javi didn't, cause I asked, I said, did Javi, did you talk to Javi about, you know, Chicago or anything after you found out you were coming here? And, and basically Stroman was a deadline deal. He's like, I had to get on a red eye and do all these tests. I barely had time to even like breathe when I was in Chicago. Cause I asked him about the clubhouse, but uh, he, he, he said he loves Javi and uh, Lindor and, and just 
And I'm like, of course, sinkerball pitcher. Who wouldn't love those two guys behind you, you know? And, and he uh, loves but, Chicago, but, too, as well. He had nothing but great things to say about Chicago. It's like one of his favorite cities, like along with Toronto, which makes a lot of sense because I feel like there's they're almost sister cities, even though they're in different countries. They remind me of each other very much if you've been to Toronto. But so, the funny thing he was talking about that I thought was interesting was he didn't like Lindor or, uh, or, or uh, Bias just for their great play, but just how their attitude and what they bring to the game and he loved that and he kind of thought of himself like hey I'm a pitcher because I'm good at it but I like being a middle infielder you know and so he kind of thought of himself as a middle infielder so well, it was, that, it was, that was one of those gifts that was rolling around on the internet a while back about how well he fields his position I mean yeah. well, he, talked about being, yeah. he talked about being an athlete first and he yeah, and like you said, he he did talk also about wanting to be a middle infielder, play shortstop, and wanting to play all the positions. Like, he loved being out there and doing everything. So he understands, like, fundamentally the game. I think he just loves the game, and he loves just moving his body and moving as well as he can. And he's super, like – grounded in this way and I think this is something that's new to him maybe with the mental skill situation he talked about using his feet as hands he, that was his goal and every day he gets up and he takes barefoot walks and he wants to feel the ground underneath him he said he used to be very superstitious and he kind of gave all that up and he just kind of goes with the flow listens to different kind of music no matter how he's feeling and staying like kind of one with the energy of the world like Dude, if this guy's got an ERA below four, Chicago is going to carry them him around on their shoulders like all summer he, long. Mental skills is a big thing for him and, and, and taking care of his mental health. It, it, he really made a point of that and really uh, brought that home with the kids too. You know, if you ever need help, talk to somebody, don't be afraid. So he he's a really interesting guy, like I said, on a very uh, deep philosophical level. Yeah, we're going to love him. And uh, even even better about Marcus Stroman is he slaps down trolls left and right with his iron fists of doom. <laughs> I mean, I'm loving. Yeah, this, <laughs> so this was amazing to me. You guys do this, like, great thing. You post kind of highlights on Twitter. And the Brewers and best fans in baseball pop up and start talking trash to the guy doing like a great thing for children and they're talking trash to him. It's ridiculous. There was a lot of different things. And um, so Marquis put something out about Kerry Wood. Okay. And Kerry Wood kind of had this thing where it was like a Marquis thing. And he's just like, you know, the fans stuck by me through thick and thin. I love Chicago fans, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so it's this whole Kerry Wood thing. And he said, Cub fan, Kerry Wood said, Cub fans are just different. It's just different in Chicago. They travel. Yankees fans travel too, but it's a different kind of feeling you get. They don't quit on you. And Marcus Stroman says, can't wait to go out there and compete for this fan base. Totally Absolutely like, right, just totally nothing. So, of course, dipshit Cardinal fan, I hope you enjoy missing the playoffs. Again, this time as a Cub. The Cubs literally got rid of players that made them a third place at least. The only players recognizable is Hendricks, Hayward, former Cardinal Wisdom, and you. Why would you pick a team full of minor leaguers? Andy and so, misspelled Hayward. Yeah, and it, it, it is a fair criticism part of it. Stroman, though, basically said, how miserable is your life that you come on here and use all 140 of your characters to project your insecurities on others? LMAO. I guarantee the energy you choose to spend on hate negativity can be directed towards better areas in your life. But, hey, that's just me, LOL. And then... 
this idiot guy, whoever this guy is, uh, he says Corbin Burns better. Marcus says, I agree. He is right now. He's one of my favorites. So he's just swatting these guys down left and right. And then, of course, everybody's got to love this one right here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Strowman writes down, Man Clown for Manfred. Man Clown and his boys need to figure it out and stop ruining the game of baseball. And Jazz replies, that's a fine. And Marcus Strowman says, he's been finding me for the most ridiculous shit over years. Old-ass dinosaurs trying to ruin the unbelievable <laughs> game of baseball. Yeah, baby. Oh, yep. God. I love it. Oh, and, God. He's so and, good. And Danny, you did a nice little uh, man clown TikTok, too, after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did the, the Rihanna song, Man Down. Um, uh, dum, 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 man clown. Yeah, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hoping Stroh's, I hope was hoping Stro saw it because like I'll say this much about Stro. Like I was he was so cool, like on that call. He was such a nice guy that I want to meet him so bad that I haven't really felt this kind of like excitement about a player in a long time. And I mean I was excited to get Strowman. I was like, yeah, he's a good he's a great pitcher, you know, he's gonna be fun to watch. But like seeing him on that call, seeing him smack down these trolls on Twitter, it's just been amazing. Um you know, I've, I've, I will tell I, you, you, you will meet him before the year's up. I guarantee you. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'll, I'm definitely going to make a point of it. Um, so the the other bit of news that we got this week, or it's not news because it hasn't really happened yet, but it's uh, the Cubs uh, seem. Well, the New York Post reported that uh, Sinclair is going to do a streaming only, basically app of, I, I guess it's all of their properties, but marquee network would be included in this where it would be a standalone situation like Hulu or Netflix or whatever. And it would be $18 a month. And um, then they clarified, well, it's for a bunch of teams that mostly you don't care about. Probably it's like their basketball and their hockey and other stuff that they have. The Yankees, there's like maybe a third of the MLB teams that are involved possibly. Um, so I don't know. It, it, it it seems like it's going to be gambling heavy, which I could see that app integration happening really easy. Oh, you want to bet on this next pitch? Just click this button, bet a dollar or whatever it is. You know, they could make that really easy if I don't know how the legalities and all that stuff, but it's what they want to do. It seems the future and they want to charge $18 for it, which doesn't seem like, uh, it's well, gonna, it's, here's it's the thing guys idea. is that everybody seems to want what doesn't exist anymore, which is WGN in the 1980s. Okay, that ship has passed. And so a lot of people were mad at Marquee because you couldn't get it outside of Chicago and da-da-da. And the one thing we've been asking for this whole time is a standalone app to be able to watch all the Cubs stuff. Now, this seems to be modeled off what we talked about on this show, the NBA Fast Pass. And so you would pay $18 and then you'd get to pick like certain teams. And it's, it's, it's an idea that is not fully developed yet. It's, but it was reported on it. Somebody leaked it. Um, but honestly, like that's what people have been wanting ever since WGN has been gone. Now, does people yeah, want to pay $18? But, no, of course not. But right. I don't know and what I, it's and I think look that's, like. that's the big thing. I mean, of course, everybody wants to be able to watch their favorite team on an app. And not have to worry about all the the background dealings with, you know, the Dish Network or whatever they're having troubles with. We just want to watch the games. But 
that eighteen dollars that was a that was some sticker shock because if I'm not mistaken, I don't think there's a single app out there that costs eighteen dollars. I think Bernie said in the chat Netflix prices, but I think you can be at like a certain Netflix tier that might cost you can choose. Yeah, I chose the ten dollar Netflix tier. You can be up to I think the the highest it is though is like sixteen ninety nine. So it's even above the Netflix price. I think it, it, again, it's. I'm not sure exactly everything that it would entail and everything that you would get, but it is, like I said, it's more modeled off the NBA, what they're doing. Well, what's crazy about it, and I have to point out this article that I just dropped a link from Cubs Insider in the, in the chat. It's an article written by our good friend, Evan Altman, and it's titled Cubs Reportedly Talking to Sinclair About Launching $18 a Month Direct Service. And it's a great article because Evan really lays out the debt that Sinclair is in, and it is it's it's pretty steep. In fact, if you remember a story a while back about the Manfred actually smacking down Sinclair because they overpaid for these RSNs and they did it with you know almost eighty percent debt deal. And this stuff, I mean, you see the commercials that are on Marquee Network. That's what Sinclair's getting. So I mean, you know. Again, it with Mark with Sinclair, it was bizarre because no RSNs were losing their value. Regional sports networks were losing their value. It would be like a couple of years ago, right across from my work, they opened up a family video, and everybody did like that dog head turn, like that still exists. <laughs> you're opening a family video. They must and have it lasted snuff, like snuff films it, or something, right? It lasted like. <laughs> It, it, it lasted like uh, six months, which was family uh, video was mafia family video. Yeah, yeah they're selling <laughs> something outside there. That's for freaking sure. It lasted about six months, which was about five months longer than I gave it. But it was like, why did why did Sinclair gobble all this stuff up when it was again? Like I said, it was basically a dying industry with cord cutters and and people fi- being like, look, I don't. There's a lot of people that don't watch sports, and and when all of a sudden cable companies are like. We're thinking about not having sports and, and making your deals cheaper. People are like, shit, yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah, well, so, Evan's, Evan really thinks the gambling is going to be a part of this. And I don't think it's just the advertising dollars. I think we're going to see app integration. Um, you know, the Ricketts basically run their own sports book. They, everybody's in bed with each other. Get, sports the, gambling. The new is robot here. umps are going to go right to your phone. Yeah, it'll just be automatic. Like you bet on you bet on this strike. I mean, bet on this ball. Like you can bet on just anything. So if they get these apps going, if they, I mean, and this might be the very preliminary kind of test out situation. You know, it's like we're going to go on Colorcast after this show. That's maybe the future of radio, and then it's going to become this Spotify thing. And Rogan's on Spotify, and they're doing podcasts, and Audible's doing podcasts, and these streaming services. Like this, it's in its infancy, and it's going somewhere. And with sports and the betting and an integrated app, I could just see them like already having that as their. We're going to get everybody on here. Then we're going to put this other overlay on it, and it's going to be just printing money left and right. So. uh Speaking of printing money left and right, uh, that that's how kind of we keep our lights on here at the podcast. So we're yeah, just, we we print our own money. We print our we're own. We're going money. to jail soon. But. It's called it's called Ranto Coin, and uh, <laughs> you can buy it. So you got to get in now, though. Um, no, we're going to just play a little commercial. So stick with us. Here's a commercial for Sunranto shopping. No swag. I'm going to do a swag. 
Do you like having sex? Me too. That's why I always wear my Sunranto swag shirts every time I'm looking to get some. It's the only t-shirt guaranteed to get you laid. Knock boots in your shankless shirt, bump uglies in a rancher long sleeve, ride the skin busted tuna town in a dabbing cubes fan shirt, take gold one-eyed to the optometrist in your bull penis awesome attire, or smash pissers in a spagog shirt. Sunranto swag shirts are just like people. There are many different sizes and colors to choose from. Plus, at Sunranto's swag store, you'll find vintage John Baker Day, designated hater and Matt Camerer drawn rally titty designs on everything from shirts and hoodies to baby onesies, bags, and hats. Go to sunranto.com slash swag and check out all the sexy styles guaranteed to get you laid. You'll be stuffing the soft taco in no time. sunranto.com slash swag guaranteed to get you laid. Wearing Sunranto swag products not guaranteed to get you laid. Sunranto swag is not responsible for your sex life. Sunranto swag is for entertainment purposes only. Today's episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink but without vowels, S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. No vowels, sports drink. Um, all we ask is that you close the door behind you because we're trying not to let the funk out. Sun Ranto Show brought to you by Sports Drink. Check them out today. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we uh, There was actually quite a bit of kind of fake news this week. <laughs> At least I think we're getting to where pitchers and catchers would be reporting. Everybody's getting a little itchy. So we're oh, hearing oh, a real, real itchy. Real itchy. <laughs> so um, it, Bleacher Nation reported that Bruce Levine talked about it on his weekend show uh, it, on 670, the score the, inside the clubhouse, uh, that Rizzo might be coming back to the Cubs. Like Now, so I, I, I want to talk about this. This is interesting to me because it seems like a planted story. I'm just going to start there. And Crawl, you – yeah, I yeah, listened to this saying. show. The show is a great show um, inside the clubhouse on Sundays, and it's uh, Bruce Levine and David Hall, and they've had different hosts over the years. Uh, it was just kind of hypotheticals, you know what I mean? And and basically, every, everybody's desperate for content right now. You know, you got whether you got Bleacher Nation or NBC Sports or uh, Real Club, it's, everybody's desperate because there's nothing. You you know how many shows we've done where it's like oh boy how are we going to fill a show you know what I mean I actually and never have that thought we, I know we, I'm 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 always I'm always like how do we have so much shit again Yeah Crawley get out <laughs> your bobblehead collection we're showing all a hundred tonight <laughs> But uh, in general it's just been like that so it's just kind of like one of those things that like okay could could uh, could uh, Rizzo be a fit which of course you could use a first baseman the whole point is is that Rizzo could be one of those guys that could do a short two to three year deal at about 40 million. And so it'd be short term, high AAV. So you'd pay him like 20, 22 million, two year deal with a club option on it or something like that. And so Rizzo would get basically 20 million a year for, uh, he'd make like 40 million is basically what he'd make. Yeah. Um, but it's really like, okay, you know, I think it was just more this is, this sounds good and it makes a good story than it actually being Michael, something close. Michael, so people, 
what do you think? Do you, do you see this happening? Or do you think no, this I is mean, just you, a story that, that, that to, 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 to get clicks? Or was it a plant from see, the Cubs? To, that, that's what you were trying to say uh, a little bit a little bit ago about a, sort of a plant. I don't think it's a plant from the Cubs. I think it's a plant from Rizzo's agent because he's going to tie him to the place that everybody loves him. He's going to tie him to the place that everybody knows him from. And then he's going to say they could be interested like in this uh, two to three for 40 million. Why would he do that? So that every other club out there who is looking at Rizzo at all knows they're like, oh, that's our starting number. We can't go less than that. You know what I mean? He's, it's, it, I do believe it's a plant by the agent to sort of set the, the pricing for where Rizzo's at so that, uh, and make it seem like the Cubs are sort of interested so other teams might start to move a little bit quicker. That's what it felt like to me. Cindy Spangler says just to, it's just to get us excited, and that's all in my opinion. And I think that could be something just like, hey, let's stir the fans up. They're trying to sell tickets to a season that we don't know it's going to happen. And Little Yumper writes in, in all honesty, I could see the Cubs doing this to mask the fact that they decided to let generational talents walk again, in this case, Correa. I mean – Oh, the way I see it is like you get Rizzo because it just puts butts in seats. You know, Rizzo starts this season. Everybody loves Frank Schwindel, but, you know, he doesn't have to be here. He could be back up to Rizzo, who's backwards. The DH, you know, maybe is going to be in the National League. It's not decided yet, but, you know, all signs are pointing to it. But I'm going to give Michael that tiny sliver. There are no signs pointing to it. (laughs) <laughs> nothing is fucking pointing to it. The only thing that points to it is every fucking Everybody. asshole out there. Is like, I think the DH is coming. Hey, the DH is coming. Fucking, there's been nothing. Nothing. Should we, should we take the night off of color cast when it's finally announced, Danny, that the DH is here? We should just let Michael have it for the night? Well, oh, my God. Uh, John Vasky. The day that happens, it, instead of uh, hashtag chance to win the postcard for me, we're gonna have hashtag fuck the DH all night long, and now and I'll send you yeah, something. <laughs> here's here's the thing, guys. This is the last thing that Jed Hoyer wants is people starting this all up again. He already had to deal with the you traded Rizzo shit once. If the Cubs don't do well, what do you think he's gonna do twice? This is not going to happen. This is the Cubs have literally. I don't want to say zero interest, but not. this is not any kind of marketing ploy. This is not Tribune Redu. This is none of that stuff. This is basically just talk for the sake of talk. Did you and see that, uh, that uh, David Kaplan actually has a TikTok now, and I was, like, screwing around with his account. He's only got, like, four or five TikToks. He just, he, I think he just signed up, so I made this, this stupid video. Hey, Cubs fans, what do you think this is? Fantasy Island? Anthony Rizzo is not coming back. It's so stupid. That's my. That's the bottom half of my face and the top half of his. And it's funny because Kaplan, he used the Fantasy Island theme music. and Very then, loudly, too. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing on TikTok yet. We got. We need, both me and him, we need to take TikTok classes. I think we need to, like, get some, like, teenagers to, like, teach us how this. He's got younger kids. I think he needs to get his kids to teach him how to use it. I had my daughter try to teach me, and I gave up real quick. It's it's pretty fun. In fact, like yeah, I've got actually big ideas for the Sun Ranto show. I know we're gonna be like TikTok stars, gentlemen. As soon as I get my NFTs off the ground, I'm hiring a production crew. Yeah, I tried to uh I, I tried to get something going for that beer 
the 24 beers, but I had to give up on those 24 beers because they were terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all you learned your Christmas lesson from your holiday uh, lifetime movie is to never buy one of those Advent beer wreaths again. Yeah, Advent beer terrible. calendar from Aldi. It was just all Aldi beer. <laughs> oh, man. That's, <laughs> that was all Aldi beer? I don't think I realized that. Well, it's it's the beer that you can buy at Aldi. And it's, I mean, some of it's from Wisconsin, some's from Germany or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not your, it's not your top shelf beers. No, it didn't look like it. I, I mean, getting back to Rizzo, you know, I wouldn't hate it. I really wouldn't. The guy's a great defensive first baseman. Uh, you need that in the infield, uh, no, no matter what. For th- three years with the high AAV, I guess it's high. I mean, his his market used to be much higher in his head. It, the rumors of what he turned down is much higher. Um, and so, I don't know. I don't hate that idea that he'd be here, like, in a Marcus Stroman way, where you're paying him more for less time. Because, like, let's face it, he's still got some pop in the bat. I mean, it's not like he's bad now. You no, know what I mean? Like, he's, he's still he's a really bad. good baseball player. He's still one of the top first basemen in the major leagues. He's just not worth, like, some long Pujols-like contract or or what Correa will get, you know, or maybe because he's on the wrong side of 30, but he's not bad. Yeah, I, I, would I, mean? not mind, I would not mind having him back on the team because I like Rizzo. But I also want to make sure that he – that it's not a situation. You know what I mean? Like you don't want him coming back. Cause that was the only place he could go. Cause then he's going to be like a ball fucking salty. <laughs> he's going to be kind of eh, shitty. And yeah, I mean, like I said, this is, this is just fun stuff to talk about when there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not like the Cubs are like committed to Schwindel long-term. They're like, this is our guy. You know what I mean? They're, they're yeah. looking for an upgrade down the line. No, I, I seriously, I think that this is a, a a story plant by his agent just to just to start to set some numbers out there for other teams to start looking at. Well, and hope. just Michael, you can put the earmuffs on for a second, but uh, Schwindel is a, is a much better hitter than he is a fielder. So, I mean, if you were to get Rizzo, then Schwindel would clearly slot into the DH. <laughs> there's not a D there's not an actual DH position on any team. That like, that's not good. how the fucking DH is used. I mean, There's like many, three teams that have a DH, and everybody else just fucking moves people in and out. So, I mean, what the well, fuck are you way, doing? With- I, I think if Rizzo on the, is on this team, Schwindel might not be on this team. You know, it's I don't I don't see how you have both. I, I, you don't need two regular first basemen that are both left-handed. Right, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think it's happening. So you might, you might it doesn't make that sense, position, so, you no. know, with a good fielder or something. But anyway, there is other uh, news. Uh, John Hicks, who you ask? Backup catcher John Hicks was just uh, signed by the Cubs to a minor league deal. I think this is so the Cubs don't get caught totally flat-footed like they did last year, where they used like seventy-four catchers. I could have said sixty-nine, but I didn't. Um, well, there were sixty-nine players. Yeah, perfect. It was the perfect number to have a not-so-nice season. But uh, this guy's a backup catcher. He was with Detroit. Uh, I mean, the most he ever played was 95 games in 2019. He didn't play in 2020. I couldn't figure out why. I wasn't didn't care enough to, like, really – it wasn't apparent within the first, like, five Google hits. I was like, uh, I don't care. 
of like why he didn't play in 2020. But um, there are a lot of people named John Hicks. I'll tell you that. Much. That's, that's just a, I mean, you see anything in 2020. Oh, he did play or he didn't play. I don't know. You just don't even fucking worry about it. You know, whatever. Oh, he didn't play probably because he didn't want to. But I've got his numbers up right now from baseball reference. He's got a little pop in the bat. He's going to start at AAA. I mean, uh, I don't know. There's there's nothing. You got Jan Gomes as your backup to Wilson. Kind of see how that goes. I don't even know if they're still thinking about shopping Wilson, if, if they're going to blow up that part of the team or, you know, we haven't even talked about that. They're just going to they're going to hang months. on to Wilson and just let him walk for nothing again. <laughs> just like they do with everybody else. Another Blue Friday coming. Um, yeah. It'll actually be Blue Saturday this year, given the calendar. <laughs> um, <laughs> to write a whole new song. Um, so anyway, John Hicks, new backup catcher. There's not, anybody have anything to say about this guy? No. Meaningless OPS, projections. Yeah. O- OPS, OPS plus of 146 last year with Texas, though. Ten games. Uh, yeah, meaningless projections came up. Uh, to, this comes I can't from, believe that they put these out there. Yeah, via fan graphs. I'm like, you guys, I mean, there's a reason I didn't make the Rancher calendar this year so far. I'm going to make one, but I'm waiting for there to be a schedule that I can put in the actual calendar. You he, cannot make projections, fan graphs, of the standings with the win and the losses. It makes no sense because the teams aren't even close to set. There's a million really good free agents still out there. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Uh, well, but they have the Cubs at 76 and 86, which, hey, I mean, that's what they look like right now to me, too. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, everybody's on this and kind of, you know, ragging on them for doing this because this was stupid. If they wanted to do something like this, they should have really had some fun and just put random numbers in there. <laughs> like each each division actually has a different number of games. So it's like, you know, one's like 54 and 48. And then, you know, another one is like a hundred and, you know, 53, like just weird shit. Just to have fun with it. A work stoppage into the season or like some crazy COVID outbreak with a variant or something, you might see some crazy win and loss numbers. We've seen this in the last few years. This is no different than inside the clubhouse. Inside the clubhouse is a radio show. You have sponsorship deals. The people that run well, all these things, whether you're talking but about, but Crowley, that's why. That's why I said they should have had fun with it, right? Instead right. of that, fucking take it all serious, like like, like first sixty two games. These, this sounds. But I just out. laughed that people got upset ev- about it. It should have just been every. There's, they should have projected that there was only going to be sixty nine games. Right, but but <laughs> but see, when you're talking about fan graphs or when you're talking about baseball perspective or you talk about these things, they kind of have a little hoity toity to them. It's it's. I don't know what the Sun Ranto equivalent of that would be. Maybe the heckler um, would probably be the closest. But generally, they have to kind of be respectable, like. And so they're doing with they're using whatever data they have, which obviously is very incomplete when <laughs> when there's it's nothing there. But they have to put stuff out. They can't sit there and put Crawley's bobblehead collection on their show. As I fuck, said, fuck, I agree. Can't. Your bobblehead collection is literally. Pictures of all the bobbleheads. It's not your collection. Yeah, it's this, the pictures of every bobble. They could run that for every team, and honestly, people would be more. No, these are mine. These are it. pictures of all mine. Oh, but I thought you were doing all the just the every whatever fucking every one yeah. that he has. No, no, no. I did all. every one the Cubs have ever released, which I yeah. have them all. Oh, you have them all. Okay, well, regardless, they could have just done that for every team. 
And that would have been more engaging and actually produced more content than this stupid fucking thing where everybody made fun of him. Yeah, well, yeah, everybody did make fun of him. But I don't disagree with what they have the Cubs at, which is fourth place out of the Pirates in 76 wins. Because that technically, if you look at the current Cubs roster, you could see that totally happening. They have the Cardinals taking the division, which is disheartening, with the Brewers right behind them. And they have the Braves repeating, the Dodgers back up there, the White. I mean, this is not rocket science here. This is kind of obvious stuff with some strong teams, you know, Astros, White Sox, Yankees, you know. Honestly, if it was me, the only thing I would switch is the I would put the Brewers ahead of the Cardinals. That'd, that'd be my switch. Then, yeah, I think I think the Brewers are ahead of the Cardinals as well. It's a one game switch, so that's easy to say. But I also think the Pirates lose a hundred games. I don't think that ninety four is happening. So I guess they're line. high on some of their prospects. Then, if they've got them actually doing that 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 much better, or they're so low on the NL Central that our teams are so terrible that we're going to actually lose a lot of games to the Pirates next year because basically where they have young, promising rookies, we've got rookies that are all 33 freaking years old. Because remember, last year they were 31. Now they're going to be turning 32, 33. Well, if you if you notice, though, on that little sheet, the I believe it was the AL West, uh, four of the five teams are all at 500. Yeah. Like the the winning team is like – 83 games oh 91 then it's 81 81 and 81 80 and 82 80 and 82 it's like yeah they're they're fucking flipping coins right there they don't give a shit yeah exactly it (laughs) it just seemed like a ridiculous thing to put out um and then the the last bit of like mlb-ish news is i mean about the lockout i'm glad we didn't like lead with that because i'm sick of talking about it you know it's been you know what today is today is the 69th day of the lockout that was pointed out by Brian uh, why, Taylor. You, you needed Blitz to have Nation. the Fergie drop for that one. Oh yeah, sixty ninth best day of the lockout. The sixty ninth best day of the MLB lockout. Um, I'm looking for it right now. Did I erase it accidentally? Oh no, that was a good enough impression right yeah. there. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's fine. Oh here's this is Fergie Jenkins. You're listening to Sean Randall. The 69th Best Cup Podcast. That makes me laugh every time. The man is a treasure. Um, So, yeah, lockout news. I'm glad we haven't been talking about it, but it's been uh, 69 days of lockout. And um, they're trying to now blame Scott Boris, the owners are. It's just, it's getting ugly. They're really far apart. And then the owners said that they want to involve the feds, get the feds in on this whole thing. And the player said no, and I don't know. It's just- I'm glad the player said no. Fuck them. They haven't done a, the, the owners haven't done a single thing to really try to move this forward. And then they're like, "Well, let's bring in somebody else." No, how about you just do your job? So there, the article did a fantastic piece us um, talking about this variation. This very same thing happened in '94. Uh, that the mediators came in, the federal mediators, and it was just an absolute shit show. Like they basically tried to scrap free agency. Out well for everyone. Yeah, it was just, and so the, basically, these guys don't know the intricacies of the of baseball. Clearly, they're just guys that are coming in to try to get everyone to be nice to each other. And basically, they take like a King Solomon approach, where it's like, let's split the baby in half. Like, and it's like, no, there's a lot of different babies, and we're not dividing this up. And so, what 
when you bring the feds in, it'll be the players are trying to get more for their younger players. They're trying to get more, uh, you know, a, a lot of different things that they're trying to get changed. And so if the owners sit there and the feds come in and say, well, we'll do a little bit of what the owners want, a little bit of the players want, that's not going to be good enough. And if the players don't accept it, then it's a huge PR victory for the owners. And so that's why the players have no desire to do any of that. But yeah, and, and they shouldn't. I mean, well, and the players are out there kind of winning the battle of uh, public opinion right now, which is nice to see. Thank and, God. Yeah. yeah. And thanks. And thank you. Thanks to players like the Cubs, Marcus Stroman, which is really freaking awesome. Calling him man clown and stuff like that. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck. He, you know what I mean? Like he, these, these I are do his love bosses. that. Yeah. These are his, these, these are like literally his bosses that he's been like, fuck you, man cloud. You need my pitching. Like, I'm a big star, dude. Sorry. I saw this tweeted out, and I I replied to it. MLB is ready to work around the clock. Rob Manfred, December 2nd. So that's that's when the lockout starts, December 2nd. And it's kind of hard to see here, but it's not until, like, the middle of January that they decide to have a conversation and a couple more conversations – and then in February, they're begging for federal mediators. It literally is. It was, it was like 40-some days be, right. between the start of the lockout to their very first, like, counter offer. Because the players December. had an offer day the day one, right? So December 2nd, the lockout begins. Yeah. January 22nd was the first economic negotiation. 2004, the MLB, or 20, the 24th of January, oh, MLB union meets. Yeah. 25th, MLB union swaps proposals. One, MLB union swap proposals on the 1st of February, and then the 3rd, the owners seek federal mediation. So basically it's like three meetings is all they did since December 2nd. And they haven't given any offers. The players no. are the ones giving all the offers. and the players. They've given offers, but they've been shit offers. They've been, gar- yeah. they've been non-starters. Well, and, and, and I would say that because we have all the details of kind of what the players are asking for, like the anti-tanking rules that they want to be put in place and things like that, they're trying to make this game better and get a larger share and share it more equitably amongst all the players in the major league. So you're going to have your dudes that are going to be making, you know, 20, 30, $40 million a year uh, in, in these huge contracts. But most of the guys are making league minimum and they're looking out for these, these guys because it is most of the people. And right now you get a situation where you got Chris Bryant winning rookie of the year, making the league minimum. And, and he's not getting any extra money, any bonus pool. And the players are asking for like, can these guys access a certain amount of money and they and it's what do they want a hundred million? The the owners offer ten. Like that's right. not negotiating. That, that's a, yeah, it's, it's like not a starter. Yeah, it's like Carl, I'm gonna come to your house and be like, you know, you're asking a hundred dollars for a bobblehead, and I show up at your house and be like, I'll give you five bucks for it. You're not gonna be like, Okay, let's haggle. You're like, get out of my freaking house, you clown. Right. So Max Scherzer is leading the players and he said, we don't need mediation because we are offering to MLB as fair for both sides. He, he further goes on to say, we want a system where threshold and penalties don't function, don't function as caps. So the luxury tax that we've been talking about allows younger players to realize more of their market value, which are the bonuses that you just brought up and make service time manipulation, which happened to Chris Bryant, among other players, a thing of the past and eliminate tanking as a winning strategy. That's what the players want. Yeah. And and that makes the game better. All those things. And uh, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this is the uh, quote, if you're uh, watching uh, at home and 
it's he, if there's anybody to represent the players right now, I think he's the one. Because the, is there a more tenacious kind of pitcher right now on the mind? I mean, there's well, he's got guys. the two different colored eyes and shit. Well, like I was, I was just going to say, you do not want to sit across the table and look into those eyes. <laughs> and then you got the doofus. The, you got the doofus owner from Colorado leading their nego- their negotiations. Oh well, no wonder they keep the, the guy from Colorado's like, I don't freaking know what to do. Let's let's go. Let's call the feds. I don't know. That's working ninety four. That's what my uh, my friend told me on, on the golf course. Um, so, uh, well, I don't want to talk about the lock anymore. It's depressing anyway. Uh, but let's take a, a qu- another quick commercial break. It'll be back in a minute, and then we'll pinch off this episode by looking at Crawley's bobbleheads in the bracket. Here's a commercial for Sunranto Shopping. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fans Ed shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. This episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Who are the Super Ranters, you ask? Well... The Super Ranters have their own Sunranto RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered right to their inbox or podcatcher. Super Ranters get bonus content, like the recording of tonight's post-show conversation. They get exclusive access to the Super Ranters Facebook page and private Discord channel, which we plan on using a ton this season. Our Patreon patrons, they're eligible for all of our Sun Ranto contests like the Super Rancher of the Month and Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts. At the $5 level, Super Ranchers get to hear all my Cubs parody songs and download them before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranchers are recognized by name at the end of our live shows and will have access to our Cubs Daily Show starting this coming season. Details on that to come. $12 gets you the Rancher calendar, and you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. Super Ranchers, they even get access to our show notes and the pics and videos we use to produce the live show. Comes in real handy during the season if you want to know about the pitching matchups and the stuff we looked up. Plus, and this is important, 10% of all of the Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. Because it is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community. And that's how we do it. It's how you do it when you subscribe. Here's the thing. It costs money and lots of time to produce a great Cubs fan show. And frankly, a penny a download from podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies is not enough to keep the Sunranto show on the air. 
We've got hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment that we have to buy, tickets, beer, batteries, guitar strings. It all adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com forward slash sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and help us produce the Sunranto show. Final plea. If you'd buy each one of us a $12 beer at Wrigley Field for just performing the Sunranto show for you, then join us at the $3 level. It's that simple. Three bucks a month, we each get a beer at Wrigley. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Don't make me say it again. If you subscribe today, you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron or a Super Rancher again. So stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com forward slash sunranto. Please join today. Today's episode of the Sunranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink but without vowels, S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. No vowels, sportsdrink. Um, All we ask is that you close the door behind you. Because we're trying not to let the funk out. Sun Ranto Show brought to you by Sports Drink. Check them out today. You know, I've never said, but I really love the picture of me at the end of that. I like that a lot. I want, I want, I really, I really, I want that. Like I looked mean in that picture. Um, I, and uh, I found some shit you could buy this week through one of our affiliate links. Uh, check out this Aaron Miles baseball bat. $326.99. Game used, everybody. Over at sportsmemorabilia.com. Um, he went uh, 0 for 3 in a series versus the Dodgers <laughs> with this bat. Can I ask you who would buy this? Aaron Miles' looks- mom. <laughs> and, and what a shitty picture, too. The thing looks deformed. It looks like it's a bubblegum bat and it got warm and sort of warped. Yeah. And I mean, and Aaron Miles is just, it's, it's one of those uh, kind of those cubs that signify a bad year. You know, you're like, oh, remember the Aaron Miles year? Like, oh, that was rough. You know, if, every time you think of Aaron Miles, you think of something bad. Like, I don't know who would buy that except for his mom, but it is for sale through <laughs> our affiliate. Bad, like, who's Aaron Miles? <laughs> yeah, that's who most, what most people would say. So, Carl, you got a big old contest going on, which I'm excited about. I've had fun looking at all this stuff because you own every bobblehead that the Cubs ever put out, and you're put. You got a bracket going on. This is a March Madness style tournament, and uh, it's updated. Uh, it, basically, every four hours, new new matchups come up, and you got 24 hours to vote for the bobbleheads of your choice. The only thing, the only rule is, is that the Cubs had to put it out. Couldn't have been a minor league affiliate. Couldn't be a, a, a retail bobblehead. So the, it's only the Cubs stuff. And so the bracket's going on right now. And so kind of crazy, but I'm, I'm having fun with it. But let me uh, see if I can uh, I'm gonna put share the, the screen right, right here. There. Here's the bracket right here live. Yeah, this is the bracket live. You see you got 
Super U Darvish versus from 2020 versus so, 2015 Joe Madden, Chris if you Bryant look at the versus far, Babe Ruth. Right. If you look at the far left, that's the what we're finishing up in the next 24 hours. So that is um, round one of the playing game. So the shittiest of the shitty bobbleheads. Lou Pinello so, versus Sammy Sosa. Right. These are the really, really bad ones. And then you kind of scroll down and you, as it starts to go on, you start to see a lot better bobbleheads. The Ben Zobras from 2017, the Jason Hayward from 18, 2008 had some good bobbles, uh, Sutcliffe's first night game. So we're still waiting the results. Ryan Sandberg beat the empire man bobblehead 72 to 28. So this is going to keep kind of well, going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's closer than I thought. And then, uh, you know, it's two, three hundred. So these are all literally um, different bobbleheads that the Cubs have had. And so I did keep uh, Danny asked for a couple of the worst ones there. Um, We can kind of put these up here. You can take a look. This is what the Cubs did release one year. This was the Empire Man. And it it has the phone number right on the bottom. Crowley, yep. how, how much would this set me back? Because I kind of want the Empire Guide. Like that's I can pretty. Get, I can get you an Empire Guide, dude. If you want one, I can get you one. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I <laughs> take it'll, an it, Empire Guy. It'll set you back five dollars. Uh, this one is the. <laughs> All first... you got to do is clean Ron Santos' cake, little uh, bit of cake off of it. And... <laughs> this is uh this is the first bobblehead the Cubs ever released. It's Sammy Sosa. Uh, doesn't really <laughs> look like him. What? That's Sammy oh Sosa. God. That was released in. Uh, like that was released in 2001. Looks like. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is 2001. So that's the 2001 Sammy Sosa. I feel oh. that was. Oh man, we're gonna get canceled uh, for that one. This <laughs> is the uh, Kyle Farnsworth 2002. <laughs> What's he looking at? His head's all pointing to the sky. Is he? Is he broken? Is a hey Danny? His, do you do you do you see the sponsor plate? Cub Foods. Oh yeah. Does the uh, cup food still exist? I do not believe they. Uh, not that I know of. Um, one of the worst years was 2007. Uh, these were. This was the Michael Barrett bobblehead. <laughs> oh my god, he's got like buck teeth. Who? Yeah, you, and you look at it, you're like, who is this person? You don't know who that is. No idea. None of these 20, guys look anything like who they are. This is why they're in the play-in round, just so you know. Uh, 2016 was a good year for a Cubs, bad year for the bobbleheads. This is the classic uh, Chris Bryant Rookie of the Year. Um, some people call him Ichiro. Other people yeah. call him uh, Tyler Saladino. It literally that totally is just like- a, a – all they did was grab their Ichiro mold – I swear to God, I've seen that Ichiro bobblehead. Yeah, well, I think he looks like John Waters, personally. This is a 2016 Kyle Schwarber, who infield fly girl thought looked like uh, Kosuke Fukudome. I thought that, too. Oh, I saw that. I, I had no freaking clue. I was trying to figure out who it might be. That was the scoreboard home run. Um, 2014, they did 10 bobbleheads, but this is Kerry Wood, who doesn't look anything like Kerry Wood. It's like Matt Merton. So, yeah, it, a little bit like Matt Merton. It, it, I was going to say Rob Zestrizny just because nobody knows what that guy actually looks and like. And then we'll finish with 2002. <laughs> so 2002, 2007, and 2016 were by far the worst bobblehead years. We'll finish with this Ryan Sandberg here. Wait a second. That's isn't, – isn't that a, a, the, the, the catcher, Michael Barrett? Isn't that Michael Barrett? That's just no, this is Michael too. Barrett right here. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's the same number here. Oh my god! I don't. It looks like line. Herman Munster. Oh, so geez. if you go to Crawley's Cubs, you'll see it. You can vote, uh, and and hopefully, like I said, uh, what you know, this playing round's been funny because it's been a lot of bad bobbleheads. But uh, as we go on, once we get to the you know some of the good ones and the good matchups, I'm very excited. Especially some of the teams that look. Gary <laughs> <Craig laughs> Wood looks like Crane Kenny from Lil Yumper. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, that's yeah. the only way Crane Kenny was ever going to get his own bobblehead. As as we move on, you guys are going to see a lot of the really cool ones kind of come out. So these ones that are getting in are going to be quickly eliminated in the second round. These this was more like the play-in. Well, it's a lot of fun. I, it I, is. It's yeah. it's crazy. I know and if it's you a like, lot of work, but it's 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 also a lot of fun. If you if you like bobbleheads, it, it's funny because you do go down memory lane, and there's you can just kind of see some of the weaker years, like 2009. They went with old Hall of Famers. Well, uh, you're just seeing the evolution of bobbleheads back when they were basically fucking Lego guys. <laughs> with you would no think features. that, but, but 2008 is one of my favorite years, which is one year after all the the weird Michael Barrett ones. 2008 are just some phenomenal bobbleheads that you look at, you're like, holy shit! So. Here, uh, it's it's who it's how it's who was designing them. It's all specific to who the they company that they yeah, were the using. Company, yeah, because yeah. they uh, because the, whoever's buying them from the Cubs obviously did not have a discerning eye unless that person <laughs> changed for a year. Because you see that like with some of the like the hats that they're putting out these days that are just these monstrosities that you know just because you're selling this merch they just kind of slap a C on so much. <laughs> David Elliott writes in. Shit, we didn't sell enough of the Michael Barrett bobbleheads. Turn the helmet around and call him Ryan Sandberg. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some uh, good news, although we already knew it, is that Joe West officially retired. But really the Woo-hoo! news of the week was Fergie Jenkins, who chimed in when uh, at Fox Sports MLB tweeted that out. MLB umpire Joe West has officially retired. Fergie Jenkins retweeted that and said, whenever he called games I pitched, I used to call him Ray Charles, sunglass emojis. Double. That That's awesome. Fergie coming through as the first TFC. That's a full-on TFC right there. And yeah. I have a couple more that I got on uh, Reddit based on that actual tweet. Uh, a dude says, sick burn, but it's an insult to the late, great Ray Charles. It is. Charles was actually good. And then somebody responds to him. Yeah, he probably would have been a pretty lousy ump, though. I mean, not Joe West bad, but still. (laughs) Now, we were just talking about how much fun Stroman is to follow on Twitter. Same exact article, MLB umpire Joe West retires. Stroman writes, "Shout, shout out to Joe West. What a legend. The game will definitely miss you. Loved our interactions always. Hope retirement brings you nothing but happiness and blessings. And former pitcher Brandon McCarthy said, you don't have to do this. He can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> Although oh, St- like Stroman it. did reply, ha, ha, ha. He can still call his buddies, though, LOL. Yeah. But uh, you, you guys all remember that John Baker said that Joe West was his favorite ump. We his were talking favorite. about robot umps. And Stroman but, said- but that's your favorite person may not be the best at his job. Yeah, yeah. Well, Stroman. I mean, people said, like me, yeah, and yeah. I suck at most things. <laughs> well, you're nobody's favorite person either. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, that's, I suck at that first. <laughs> Even your kids <laughs> like your wife more. <laughs> I know. 
Um, but no, Stroh <laughs> even said that on the on what, the Zoom call that he he didn't even care who was the umpire. He like did not get into that at all. He's like, I got my job to do is to make my pitches. I'm you know. So it's funny. Like you would think that some of the players know all these guys and really care, and and other people try to tune it out. So, but yeah, I mean, I think we're all happy that Joe's gone. Um, I wanted to play a clip tonight because we had talked about doing something for Black History Month, which it is right now. And um, I was watching some of these uh, clips from uh, 2020's John Baker Day. And I just wanted to uh, play a clip about Buck O'Neill from uh, Mr. Bob Kendrick when we were on there with John. Uh, just a few years ago. So I, I just want to play that clip real quick. And then uh, we're going to announce, um, well, A, the hashtag chance in the chat, win a Frank Chance postcard from me uh, sent to you. And uh, anyway, I'm just going to play this and uh, they're going to make some announcements. Here goes. It was the charisma, the energy, the passion, the love that he had for human beings. And, and, you know, I tell people all the time, guys, have the players from the Negro Leagues been bitter about the things that transpired in their lives? Every one of us would have said, well, you got every right to be bitter. But to a player I've ever met, none of them harbored any bitterness. And, and Buck was the ringleader of this. He just had this innate ability to love everybody universally. And, and it just exuded such joy that it just kind of spilled over on you. I, I recall days when he would bop in here to the museum, and here I am now. I'm 50 years younger than Buck, and, and I'm getting ready to get on the elevator to come up one floor. And here comes Buck running up the stairs <laughs> in his 90s, and, and all of a sudden you're like, well, man, I can't get on the elevator. I got to go with Buck. And, and so that's the way that he was. And he was a tremendous leader of men, and which is why he was such a successful manager with the Monarchs, a great coach there with the Cubs when he got that opportunity. And George Altman, who played there in Chicago with the Cubs for many years, but brought him over to the Cubs. And George Altman spent time in the major leagues, played in Negro leagues, but also spent time in the major leagues, then would go on to play in Latin America and then had a great career in Japan. And he still says today that Buck O'Neill was the best manager he ever played for. So he understood men. He knew John when he needed to put his arm around you. And he knew when he needed to kick you in your rump. Uh, and, 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 you know, that's a special gift. But people ask me all the time, what do you remember most about Buck? What struck you most about Buck? And all the great stories that he shared with me that I get to share today. But the thing that I, I think I embrace the most is this very simple notion. You always felt better leaving Buck than you did when you came to see him. I just thought we play that because Buck, uh, you know, just got. I think the Cubs now. I think that we're, we've got a good shot that the Cubs might do something in uh, very soon. And if they don't, we're gonna just keep pounding that drum for Buck O'Neill to to kind of get his comeuppance. Yeah, hit him up with the you know the hashtag fly the fifty three. Get that get that flag out yeah, there. Yeah, we on the should. Pole. We got to get something going. Maybe this year around May third, we could kind of get like a uh, like a Twitter thing going and fly the fifty three and uh, celebrate that day. It might might be a good day to do something. Um, hopefully, there's baseball then. All right, quick, couple quick announcements. 
Um, I forgot to announce the Patreon prize of this month. We're going to give away a, a special set of these four uh, Bleacher Bum Band glasses. You get four of them, a set of them to drink Molord out of, but it's only for Patreon patrons at the $5 level. We're going to give it away the first show during March, and uh, you can win this shot gla- uh, set of four shot glasses. Um, also wanted to point out that uh, some of I saw that some of pe- some of people's Patreons expired. So if you're unsure if your credit card is up to date on your Patreon subscription, uh, check it out because we it was crazy. We, we we were at like 109, then we were down to 104, then it sprung back to 107. I was like topsy turvy. I thought you know I'm like what did what did Michael say that got everybody to cancel? I knew it was something. <laughs> All I'm telling you guys is is that the Patreon subscribers got the Zoom link to listen to Marcus Stroman. So, hey, you know what, is that the people that are helping us the most are going to get the most benefit out of things. So right down there, you can go on there now and you can sign up and and help us out a little bit and uh, we'll we'll reciprocate. Every dime goes right back into the show or at least tickets and beer. I can guarantee you that or or, uh, trips to Detroit where Danny almost kills himself on a scooter. Um, But uh, I also wanted to point out this just as a special, like a lockout special. For a limited time, uh, anybody that uh, ups their pledge to the five dollar level level, or anybody who's at the uh, who is joined at the five dollar level or above to our Patreon will also receive a Bleacher Bum Band shot glass. This will now mm. be part of the Patreon perks because uh, I got a bunch of shot glasses. I want to, I want people drinking out of them. I want you getting drunk during our shows. Um, so uh, you need shot glasses to do that with. Um, also, uh, another new Patreon thing we're doing is the Sunranto singles. I've been putting those out. Uh, Michael's been sending those to me, and I think it's something that me and Crawley will can also do. It's just anything you want to think about. It doesn't have to be a history Cubs thing, or it just could be like me talking about whether the Cubs should get Rizzo. Just because I'm spouting out for want to you know do something about that real quick. We're going to be doing a lot more of that. That's all going to go out through Patreon too. So. That's been cool. And um, I also wanted to mention that the martyrdom of Peter O'Hay got Jeff recommended. So we're pretty excited about that. That's our show at Trapdoor Theater. So if you want tickets to that, it's trapdoortheater.com. That's theater with an R-E. Uh, the tickets are actually selling really fast. So it's only Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There's only five weeks left. I'd love it if all, y'all came and saw it because it's a really cool show. And um, we're going to do our color cast show right now. Uh, pretty much. And Colorcast is a is an app that we're going to be using to kind of go live with you and have a conversation with you. It works a little bit different than how Green Room worked. So uh, what we have to do is uh, just have everybody show up, follow Sunranto Show. You'll be notified when we go live on Colorcast, which will be in about 10 minutes. And then uh, it's only for iOS users, and we'll, we'll – uh, all just get together over there and we'll have a post-show discussion about all the things we talked about or whatever the hell else we feel like talking about the rest of the night. And uh, once again, chance for a chance in the chat. We can, we can give away that uh, postcard sent to you by me uh, real soon. But first, does anybody have any TFCs besides everything that Marcus Stroman and Fergie said? I do. Yeah, no, I, I, I blew mine early. 
Uh, this one right here, I got uh, Discipio.com. I got, I got to always just kind of shout out. To oh, and he said the name right and everything. Good job. You've been practicing that. Call. I've been practicing in the mirror. <laughs> Jordan Bastion said, Cubs announced 2022 minor league staff and coordinators. And one of those names came across Eric Patterson, brother of Corey Patterson. So Discipio writes, Eric Patterson is in the is the rookie league hitting coach do these kids really need extra instruction and in how to swing at things in the dirt and over their heads? <laughs> so that's where they learn it from. That's why the yeah. guys are doing that. That's great. Danny, you got one or, or no? Is he, is, he, is he the coach or is he a coach? Like he could just be the example. They're like, Eric, go out there and swing. Yeah, don't that? do that. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I got one here. Uh, The Chicago Cubs, they tweeted out on January 31st, looking to experience the best matchups throughout the season? Secure your 2022 ticket packs today. And uh, yay, (laughs) Mike Air wrote back, contacting a federal mediator about your beer prices. So I can't see it because of the uh, – Yeah, yeah, contacting a federal mediator about your beer prices. So uh, good burn, Mike Air. So that's got to be the new uh, costume, right? When you go to the game, one of your friends dresses up in a suit and has a little like, hi, I'm a federal mediator. And whenever you talk to anybody, oh. he steps in. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me talk about this. That's got to be the next obvious shirt. Federal mediator. Like how they have, like, <laughs> there it is. Teacher. Bullpen catcher. <laughs> um, yeah. And I got one more unless you got another one, Crawley. Do you? Our good friend Alex Pat has returned to Twitter as shy fan Pat too. He says, Hey, Cub fans, is if there is one element of Wrigley Field that is no longer there that you would want to be put back, which one would it be? And it was a Twitter poll. And Torque Penderloin says a competitive baseball team. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> and, one uh, thing let, we're really missing. Lastly, this uh, shirt was brought to my attention recently that I just wanted to show everybody. I'll describe it to the podcast listeners. Um, it is a T-shirt of uh, <laughs> somebody made of Yadi Yadi or Molina, uh, uh, Molina in a in a baby. What do you call that? Like a harness? A baby Bjorn. Ba- if baby you Bjorn. if you remember, this is from The Hangover, the movie The Hangover. How yeah. uh, Zach Galifianakis had that baby that was strapped to his belly all the time. Yeah, exactly. It's that same thing, except for it's Yadi or Molina as the baby with his little hat on backwards, and it says Yadi right on his chest. The, the only thing this. that would make it better is if there was a little baseball stuck to the thing to the on, on, right above Yadi. There's a little baseball on his chest too. Oh man, I love it. Well, uh, so are we ready to give a chance for a chance? Let's do I it. it. I think it's time. Let me let me find the proper giveaway tool. Quick hashtag here. chance. Here you go. Hey, get hashtag chance. Capital C, by the way. Um, I don't know if it matters, but we're gonna draw it. Let's see who wins the postcard of Frank Chance. Here it comes. Here it comes. John Baskey wins again. Again. Oh, man. I just wrote that guy. Now I have nothing else to say to him. I know. It's like, it's just John and Artie. That's the only ones. They're somehow, they're getting in more often than everyone else. Yeah, I don't know. There might be something... There might be something uh, wrong with because if you if you noticed, it looked like he was going to end on 
Artie, and at the last second, it just switched to Artie won Jan. before too, twice. Yeah, the, I think the the fact is we only have four people watching the show right now, that, <laughs> <laughs> and it's only those guys, and that's kind of why they keep waiting. Um, yeah, and uh, we I see something in the chat. Uh, <laughs> John Vasky says I boucheted it. <laughs> Uh, Cindy, Cindy Spangler writes into the chat. So that's only the $5 amount, Danny. And I think that she's talking about, uh, the shot glass that we're sending $5 and above anybody, $5 and above anybody that's joined this year or upgrades your membership from what it is below that to $5 will receive the shot glass. Or if you're at $5 and you decide to jump that up to $10, I'll sell you. I'll send you two. Yeah. Well, I'll send you 80 shots. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, you, you know, move this along here with one. And Danny's like, I'll give you all of them yeah, for $5. And, and, an, and an anti-racist shirt from 2020. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Uh, we're going to be, uh, and nobody has any more TFCs, right? That's it, my friend. That's it. All right, good. So, uh, all right. So we're going to end this. We're going to go over to ColorCast. And uh, you can uh, check us out over there. I, I'm going to uh, leave you all with just 15 seconds of the Lost Boys jamming on Saturday. Uh, this was uh, – I went in there and had two loopers. I had all these percussion toys, and we jammed out, and I took a couple of videos. And I did this for four hours straight. So if I, I know – I let me tell you, I, I took a beautiful, well-earned nap after the four, the four hours of listening to, a, you know, a significant amount of noise with these guys. But uh, check this out. It's a, I don't have a song this week, so we're going to hear the Lost Boys jam real quick. So Spagog, everybody. Spagog. Spagog. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.